Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, February 11th, 2017, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Ji-eun. We'll be right back. Hi, Emily. Hi, Jian. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm feeling happy that it's Saturday and I get to rest up throughout the weekend. Right. What about you? Yeah, same, except a little bit cold. It's been getting yeah. colder and colder. And there's been a lot of snow on the East Coast and also in Jeju Island. Some of the people I know are trapped on the island, which oh, no. I'm not, yeah, I don't feel too bad about that. Right. It's kind <laughs> of, you know, a nice place to be trapped. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes after a holiday, all you want to do is go home and be in your sometimes, own bed. Sometimes, sometimes. That's true. Now, as we mentioned briefly last week, today is 정월 대보름, which is the first full moon of the Lunar New Year. And traditionally, Koreans spent this day making plans for the new year and also to have their fortunes told for the year ahead. That's right. Have you ever had your fortune read, like palm reading, tarot cards, or anything, the traditional Korean type or anything like that? I've never done anything like that, but I have had angel cards read. What are angel cards? Angel cards cards are similar to tarot cards, Mm -hmm. except there's no death card. So they're more positive. There's more of a positive spin in all of it. My mom actually uh, reads angel cards. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. So she's done them for me many times. Mm. But she doesn't like the tarot cards because she said that there's a negative Yeah, they, they to seem it. to have a lot of uh, bleak cards mm-hmm. in there, too. A lot of swords and warriors and whatnots, too. And, of course, yeah, there's the death card in there. <laughs> Hanging card and whatnot. What about and you? Have you got a Obviously, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sounds like it. Yeah. I, well, tarot cards, not so much, but I've had been interested in like the Korean traditional type mm-hmm. um, just for fun. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not a huge believer of it or anything, but uh, just for fun once in a while, maybe once a year or two, I would... Um, go to one of those fortune reading cafes with a friend and get my fortune read for the year. But Were well, they ever accurate? Um, eh. <laughs> well, it's hard to tell. <laughs> you should go to my mom because she did the angel cards on uh-huh. me five years ago uh-huh. and said, yes, I think you should move to Korea. Um, it's going to be a good move for you career-wise uh-huh. and relationship-wise. And this is where I met my husband. Oh, so my. I think she's pretty good at doing her readings. Well, next time you Skype her, you let me know. Okay. <laughs> well, going back to the old customs, the full moon also represented the bright light that fends off darkness, misfortune, and diseases. So on this day, villagers will uh, would have prayed to the village's guardian spirit together to wish for a healthy and bountiful year. And since the whole village was gathered together, they also played games and shared food, including rice cakes, steamed dried vegetables, multigrain rice, and all types of various nuts. And even today, you can actually find a lot of stores and restaurants still selling these foods on this particular day. Right, I am looking forward to cracking those walnuts <laughs> tonight. And uh, my favorite part of the tradition actually is towi pargi, which literally translates to heat sales. And uh, what it is, is uh, on this day, if you say, take my heat away to the first 
person you meet in the morning. Uh, they say before sunrise, but that never really happened to me. <laughs> um, it's said that you'll be able to enjoy a cool summer yourself because you've sold your heat to the person you sold it to or you said it to. Wow. Okay. That's pretty interesting. I've actually never heard that mm. before. Did you ever sell your heat to anyone then? Um, yeah, back in school, uh, <laughs> we would just try to sell it to everyone else. And like when I was going to school here, um, and uh, they would all they could always reflect it backwards oh, too. Really? So it was a battle. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, most of the times, the first people I see in the morning are my parents and my dogs. And I figured it's better that I suffer than they do. So yeah, not this year. Yeah, this year I just kept my mom kept my mouth shut and just left. So you all just kept your own heat instead of someone yeah. sacrificing. That sounds yeah. pretty fair. You should have maybe, you know, drew sticks and... <laughs> <laughs> but don't include a... the dog because dogs yeah. are already too hot. That's true too. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I hope your summer won't be too bad this year. Thank you. And moving on, we want to mention another important date that's coming up very soon. That's right. February 13th, which is next Monday, is World Radio Day. Now, World Radio Day was proclaimed by UNESCO in 2011, and it's observed annually. It's, of course, about celebrating radio, and that's why we love it. And, of course, we are going to... We need it, you know, more than ever today because people aren't listening to the radio as often, so Mm. we're going to tell you a little more about it. Right, here's what UNESCO's website said of this day. World Radio Day is now in its sixth year. Radio is still the most dynamic, reactive, and engaging medium there is, adapting to 21st century changes and offering new ways to interact and participate. Where social media and audience fragmentation can put us in media bubbles of like-minded people, radio is uniquely positioned to bring communities together and foster positive dialogue for change. By listening to its audiences and responding to their needs, radio provides the diversity of views and voices needed to address the challenges we all face. Radio informs us and transforms us uh, through entertainment, information, and audience participation. Having a radio means you are never alone. You always have a friend in radio. Well, I couldn't agree more, and I think our listeners would also relate to this message probably more than anyone, Mm -hmm. and especially Listener's Lounge listeners as well. And since Listener's Lounge won't be airing on that day, we want to wish you an early Happy World Radio Day, and also just thank you all for being our friends through the radio. And now it's time for us to take a quick break before we come back with the letters and reports of this week sent to us by our friends, of course. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. Now, as usual, we have received some lovely handwritten, typed-up emailed comments, letters and reception reports, all from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this program. 
Now, it may be the second weekend of February, but we're still receiving wonderful New Year's messages from our listeners all around the world, and it's really quite heartwarming. I mean, I wouldn't mind getting them all year round, actually, <laughs> which reminds me I should write more letters and postcards myself. Yeah, then you're going to get more back. Exactly. <laughs> and I, could, I would be sharing the joy with everyone. But mm-hmm. anyway, we received a couple of postcards in an envelope from our loyal listener, Yulia Panchina in Russia. She wrote, Hello, English Service KBS. World Radio, Happy New Year to you. Wish you and your family a joyful, bright, healthy, prosperous, and happiest New Year ahead. Thank you so much for your great job in 2016. I want to say thank you for the wonderful gift, the 2017 calendar masterpieces of Korean cultural heritage. I'm incredibly happy with great pleasure. I will be using it for the year. Thank you so much for this useful and exciting gift. Well, Yulia, it's great to hear that the calendar found you well. Thank you so much for the lovely postcards, one of which was actually a a photograph of my favorite kind of jam, raspberry jam. It is the best kind of jam. (laughs) Yes, and it made my mouth water. And of course, we wish you a wonderful, wonderful 2017 as well. We look forward to hearing from you again. And our online, our listener Joseph Pekenka from the US left us a message after he listened to us via DRM. He wrote, I am old school and enjoyed the challenge of listening on shortwave, but I have not been able to pick up your 1300 UTC signal on 15.575 megahertz since November. My work schedule only allows me to tune in nine days every other week. I have to admit that it is nice to hear your broadcast with no noise, fading or interference, but there is no challenge. It was a fantastic program as always, and I enjoyed the interview with Paul Carver on Touch Base in Seoul. KBS Listeners Lounge, I loved hearing the hosts discuss the Lunar New Year, and it was nice to know that the listeners in England are also having reception problems. The song Happy New Year with You was super. Inside the mailbox, look at the 2017 QSL cards was also very nice. And that is it for now, but I will keep trying shortwave for your signal. Happy New Year, Joe. Well, thank you very much, Joe, for listening to our programs, even when shortwave options are unavailable. And of course, it's not good news that you cannot hear or that our listeners in the UK can't hear, but we understand that you feel some sort of connection mm-hmm. with them because you are, you are struggling. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it won't be too long before you can pick up our signals on your receiver as well. And Happy New Year to you. Moving on to the recession reports now, we received a bunch of envelopes from our monitor Fumito Hokamura of Japan. One of them was actually dated August 2016 and another one was from December, but most of them were actually written in January. On January 20th, 21st, 22nd and 26th, Fumito tuned in to us on 9.580 megahertz from 0200 to 0300 hours UTC using an ATS909X receiver and a rod antenna. Unfortunately, the listening conditions seem to have been mediocre on these days, with the simple ranging from as low as 25222 on January 26th to only as high as 45333 on January 21st. Well, Flamido also wrote in one of the letters that he barely receives KBS English service. So I wonder if there are also days when our signal is lost in his region too. 
Hopefully not, but mm. maybe he can fill us in later. Meanwhile, in his letters, Fumito also mentioned that he's very interested in weather information. And we know this because he's asked us mm-hmm. quite a few times over the years. So this time he asked, How many days did it snow this winter in Busan and Seoul? Can you skate outdoors in Seoul? And when can you go skiing in your country? Well, I actually did not know where to look for a number of days it snowed in Seoul, but mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty sure it didn't snow at all in Busan this year because it makes it onto the news when it does snow in Busan. It's quite rare, actually. But I did find a surprising article that said the temperatures dropped to negative 14 degrees Celsius in Busan back in 1915 wow. and also negative 12.8 degrees Celsius in 2011 while I was searching for the snow days, actually. <laughs> As for Seoul, we had some very, very cold days this winter with temperatures ranging below negative 10 degrees Celsius for days in mid-January. And of course, this weekend, it was pretty cold too. Mm -hmm. But even so, yes, we can skate outdoors in Seoul. We usually have a big open skating rink in front of the city hall, but this year that was canceled for various reasons. But the one in Yoido Park, right in front of the uh, KBS studios where we're sitting right now, seemed to be quite busy whenever I walked Mm by. Yeah, they also have the uh, the rain. Yeah, well, yeah. So. I was really tempted to go on a sled ride, but um, meh. we'll see if I can actually get on that. Well, if you want, I'll join you. Ooh, okay, <laughs> we should talk more about this over lunch. Now, there aren't any ski resorts within Seoul City, but uh, great ski hills, including the ones in Pyeongchang, where the Winter Olympics will be held a year from now, are just a couple of hours of uh, drive away. The ski resorts are open right now, and I believe most of them are open from late November and early uh, early December to about mid-March. Now, I hope that answered your questions, Fumito. Thank you very much for your letters, as always. And uh, your QSL cards are on their way. Yes, and we also enjoy your questions as well because mm-hmm. it helps us find more information that we might not yes. know. It, like the ones uh, about the negative the temperatures weather, in Busan. Yeah, right, that's I would interesting. never have known. Mm-hmm. And also from Japan, listener Toshiha Nishimura sent us his reception report via email. He tuned into us on 9.580 megahertz on January 21st from 0200 to 0259 hours UTC using a Sony IFF SW7600GR receiver with a Sony AN12 vertical antenna. And it looks like he was able to hear us a lot better than Fumito. He gave this broadcast a simple of 55444, so that's pretty good. Uh, almost perfect, in fact. And he also commented on how truly fast time really does mm-hmm. go by, because we were mentioning that a lot. And also how we should value time time saying with surprise that it's already been a month since the new year began well it's now a month and 11 days so we hope that 2017 is treating you well and thank you very much for your report and of course your qsl card will be on its way soon up next is another emailed report from listener Shariful Islam Sharif of Karatua Radio Listeners Club in Bangladesh. Shariful listened to our 1300 to 1400 hours UTC broadcast on 9.570 MHz uh, from January 23rd through 28th and gave the broadcast an SIO rating of 545, which is pretty good. He commented, your program quality is good and neutral, informative, fully entertaining. I like your daily programs very much. Now, 
Now, other young people from our area like your programs as well. They say that your programs are good and neutral. Some of my friends and relatives also heard your programs. They all highly praise for your quality daily programs. Well, thank you, Sheriful, for your wonderful and generous comments and also uh, for sharing our programs with your friends and mm-hmm. family. Uh, thank you very much once again, and your QSL card is on its way. Now, on our online reception report board, listener Ralph Florence S. Tuason from the Philippines dropped by to let us know that he listened to our broadcast on January 27th from 0800 to 0900 hours UTC on 9.570 megahertz. And he used a Techno Tamashi TS747R receiver with a random wire antenna attached to the telescopic antenna. And it's great to hear from you again, Ralph. So thank you for getting in touch. And uh, we will also send you a QSL card very soon. Taking a look at a few reports on our broadcast on 7.215 megahertz, listener Tapan Basak of India emailed us a report showing that he listened to us on the frequency from January 19th through 25th from 1400 to 1500 hours UTC. He used a three-band Philip radio receiver and an indoor antenna, and he rated the Simpo 3 across the board for all seven days, also noting fading with noise for each day. Well, thank you, Basak. You're QSL cards have been sent. And also from India, we had a listener known as Angel reach us via the online reception report. She wrote that she tuned in to us from 1400 to 1500 hours UTC on 7.215 megahertz on January 25th using a shortwave radio and rated the simple 44334. Thank you very much, Angel, and we would love to learn a bit more about you. Uh, we hope we'll be hearing from you again very soon. And here's another report on 7.215 megahertz. This time it's from listener Sunil Bharan Das, also from India, who listened to us on that frequency on January 31st between 1400 and 1500 hours UTC. He used a Grundig Yacht Boy 80 receiver with a long wire outdoor antenna, which yielded a simple of 3 Two 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 two, and here is what he wrote: New time and frequency on 1400 to 1500 UTC is good here in West Bengal, India, but the frequency is not suitable for DXers due to heavy interference, noise, and propagation. The music program is interesting and entertaining. Please try to solve the problem and improve the system. Well, thank you very much for your response and getting in touch with us, and we will send you your. QSL card very soon. Also from India, listener Atish Bhattacharya sent us an email and an online report after listening to us on January 29th on 9.640 megahertz between 1600 to 1700 hours UTC. He used a Grundig Yacht Boy 80 receiver with a long random wire as external antenna and rated the Simpo 44343. He gave us lots of details about the programs he heard, including hot issues of the week and K-pop interactive, even mentioning several songs. Titles. He also gave us some technical comments, uh, such as, I heard KBS World Radio English language broadcast fairly, but with noise on 9.640 MHz at 1600 hours UTC. The signal strength was very good. There was slight interference. Moderate noise was present. Very slight propagation fading problem was there. Overall quality of reception was fair. The simple rating was 44343. 
Well, that was the email, and although the report was of the same broadcast, he also wrote a separate letter for the online report. He wrote, Dear KBS World Radio, I hope all of you are doing very well. I convey my warm greetings and best wishes on Lunar New Year, the year of the rooster. I heard KBS World Radio English language broadcast fairly but noisy on 9.640 MHz and 1600 hours UTC. The signal strength was very good. There was some slight interference and moderate noise was also present. We heard some very slight propagation fading problem as well and overall the quality of the reception was fair. The simple rating was 44343. So thank you very much for both of those letters Atish and you will receive your QSL card very soon. I believe that's all the time we have for the letters, emails, and reception reports for this week. It's now time to take a peek into the KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent, Yoon Ha Lee. Here's Inside the Mailbox. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoon Ha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page, as well as events, and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. Pokemon Go was recently launched in Korea, and since then, people have been going crazy over the reality game. I'm also guilty of walking around to find rare Pokemons, and it's not much different in the KBS World Radio office. Although it's quite difficult to find Pokemons in our studio for some reason, there are several Pokestops here at KBS as well, and a Pokemon gym at Yoido Park right outside the KBS building. We posted a screenshot of the game on our Facebook page, and in the photo you can see the Pokemon that appeared in our office. The topic of the launch of Pokemon Go in Korea has been talked about in one of our previous Soul Calling episodes, so if you missed that edition... So if you missed that edition, the Listen Again link is provided in the posting. To take a look at the photo, head on over to our English Service Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. Now let's move on to website directions. KBS World Radio has a subscription service that provides fees for constant updates on the KBS World Radio's news and other web contents. On the main page, scroll down to the very bottom, and on the right side of the screen, there is a box labeled More Service. Click on the arrows to get to number 3, which is RSS Service. Click on the words which take you to the RSS Feeds page. RSS, which stands for Really Simple Syndication, is a service that automatically provides internet users with the latest information online, where contents such as news and blogs are constantly updated. The service allows users to access the latest KBS World Radio broadcast contents, including news and other programs. This service is easier to use than it seems. First, download the RSS-compatible browser or the RSS reader onto your PC and install. Then click on the RSS button in the list provided or copy the RSS address and add it to the reader. Lastly, choose a news program of your choice through the RSS reader. The service guideline is also provided in the RSS Feeds page, so if you'd missed any part of what I just said, please refer to the website. There are 17 RSS service contents available, including several news topics, as well as our KBS World Radio programs and contents, such as Touch Base in Seoul, Sounds of Korea, and Backstage Chat. 
To find the RSS service page, head on over to our KBS World Radio English service website, world.kbs.co.kr slash English. This week, we sent out QSL cards to everyone who sent us reception reports. Thank you for your valuable information, and we hope you enjoyed the new QSL card of the quarter. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Ha Lee. Have a nice weekend! Well, that's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Emily Jennings. And this has been Kim Ji-eun. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.